This is the Rolling Toe Show with uh, Kevin and Mike Beckett. Today is June 2nd, uh, the start of another month, and sort of the beginning of summer. Yes, and the beginning of my convalescence. You're in, your, you're in the middle of convalescence. Yes, you haven't heard what happened to me, have you? Nobody, we haven't all heard, no. Okay, let me tell you what happened. Last week, I was in Colorado. Right. And we were doing training for a particular company. The company a team building program. Right. They had us all base jumping off of this cliff with these parachutes. You were base jumping. Base jumping. And in about, Colorado. In Colorado. And about halfway down, my parachute decided it didn't like me, and I tumbled 500 feet down this cliff to the bottom. 500 feet down a cliff. Yeah. You Is that what it felt like? Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Are you believing this? Not a word. Not a word. <laughs> you, no. you can't visualize me being base jumper. No, no, not at all. Not, not, not on your best day. <laughs> <On my> best day. <laughs> Would you believe that I stumbled over my own feet and did a face plant in the concrete parking lot in front of the office? I, I you know, it's would usually say it's hard to believe, but uh, today, looking at those Birkenstocks on your feet. Yeah, I'm going to say you probably did that. I did that. And I've got road rash on my forehead and on my elbows and on my knees and I and bruised ribs and I broke my pinky finger. Um, <laughs> it's broke. Yeah, you're, you're one, you broke, you've, how many times have you broken fingers? Never. 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 You're, you're, because you've got the thickest fingers I've ever seen. I got, I got. Yeah, heavy duty. Right. I mean, and, and so finally, the concrete and you got yeah. together yeah. and broke one finger. And boy, did it break. They're going to have surgery tomorrow. Going to try and pin it and see if they can get it to stay together. So, <gasps> this is the start of a, he said, somewhere around seven weeks from the time of the surgery before I'm back to regular use. Right. Seven weeks. So... Now you started on your garden. Forget June. Forget July. Right. No golf. No golf. No riding the bicycle. No no mowing the lawn. No mowing the lawn. No working in the garden. No washing the dishes. No washing the dishes. Yeah. Don't have to make the bed. No making the bed. Because you're, well, you, you, there's some things you're going to end up having to learn how to do one-handed. Yeah. But uh, all because of one little pinky on one little left hand. Yeah. You're you're out for yeah, for some and I time. I was just walking through the parking lot. I had taken the trash out, uh-huh. and I was walking through the parking lot, uh-huh. and I was looking at this one car sitting there that had these stickers on it. Looks kind of like a race car all over it. I but, saw the Camaro, but the bumper was off. Right, and I, I when I was walking out with the trash, I saw a bumper in the loading dock area, and so I started to turn to look in the loading dock area. And the next thing I know, I'm flat on my face. Right, you just. You're, you were distracted in one direction and then 180 degrees the other direction. You just couldn't walk and chew gum at the same time. I'm not qualified to walk. You're on, yeah, you're lucky you weren't trying to chew gum. Who knows what would have happened. <laughs> oh, well. So that's my exciting story for the week. It happened 48 hours ago. Right. Yes. Right. We were going we were gonna to run to the other side of the city and get straps. Yes. We still haven't got those. Yeah. Couldn't go. I couldn't go. Couldn't Sorry. get that. Oh, well. So anyway, um, we're here to answer questions about tire wear and handling problems. Right. We're on and the Rolling Toe Show, rolling as we do every yep. Thursday around noon. Around noon. On, Depends uh, on when Kevin Rutherford gets tired of talking, we wind up going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're happy to give him a break. And we're going to have a guest on today. 
We will later. Shauna's going to join us, Shauna Gray, mm-hmm. and talk about the truck show they're doing up in the Dakotas. The Dakotas. Yeah. And um, the, the wheel jam, wheel jam, I think. In, yeah. Was it right. in Huron? I, you know, I don't know that. I stuff. can look it up. I, can I forget it all. It's, it's in South Dakota. Yeah. So uh, once you're in South Dakota, everything is visible, right? Because it's right. flat. It's flat. Yeah, you should be able to see it from one end of the state to the other. <laughs> so um, what else have you got new and exciting today? What I, I The only thing, let's see, the only thing really exciting is that we have a call-in number that people can call in and talk to me and us. It's 855-950-3835. That's 855-950-3835. Now, uh, and other than that, the truck show, I just found it, is in, uh, it's the June 2nd through the 5th. Let's say. At the South Dakota State Fairgrounds. So she's going to be calling from the show. In Huron, South Dakota. All right. Big town. Okay. Excellent. All right. We'll remind people of that again later. All right. Um, so have you got anything new and exciting in your world? New and, new and exciting things that are happening in my world. Well, since I stopped doing alignments myself, <laughs> the excitement has kind of tapered off. Yeah, a little Your bit. exposure to new things is disappearing. All right, all right. I'm stuck in the office. So I'm, you have to just look on Facebook to the guys posted. <laughs> The people that are doing the new and exciting yeah, things. Right. Okay. All right. As a, as a, I don't know if it's a, worth it to get into it, but uh, as um, a, a former fast fighter fixer, uh, I was pleased to go to the new uh, uh, show on Top Gun Maverick. With, uh, yeah, with 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 Tom Cruise but and they all were that. Flying those plastic books. The little the lawn darts we used to call lawn them. darts, F eighteen. So, I mean, among the things I know everybody's saying is it wasn't realistic because they didn't even talk about in flight fueling. <laughs> <laughs> Do plastic bugs get in flight fueling? They have to. They chase. They, they, you can always find the F eighteen. It's up there, right behind the fueler. <laughs> so they no more than take off. They got to fuel yeah, because they're running. And, then, and then maybe they can complete their mission. They're probably going to have to fuel before they get back. And uh, so, okay, yeah. is, do we have a caller on the line? We do. We have a caller. We have a caller. And uh, I'm not. I, I don't know if this was if this came through right. The the auto. Um, I don't. I don't read that anyway. So we're just going to talk to whoever this is and figure out what's going on. Uh, hello, Utah. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, hello, hello. I have a, I have a, a 2010 Volvo with a air ride axle, and I'm yeah. getting abnormal tire wear on the both steer axles. Uh, the truck has 765,000 miles on it, and the tire started wearing funny. It's like somebody took a big spoon and started gouging out the sides of the tread on the outside. And there's also kind of big patches of diagonal bold spots going across the yeah. tires. Not okay. the entire uh, circumference of the tire, about halfway around. Usually there's three of those diagonal cups across the tire. One, two, three. Usually six to eight inches apart. One, two, three. Does that sound right? Yeah, probably more like four. 
That's fine. That's okay. fine. Okay, you're in the ballpark. Now, is it cupping on both shoulders of both steer tires, or is it cupping on the right side of both of them? On the outside of both. On the outside. So, so the outside of the left front tire closest to the road, not the frame, and the outside of the right front tire the same way, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm. Would you say? So now, that would I, you say now, now that I think about it, I have to. I have to stop and look because every time I look, I just want to cry and I close the hood. Um, okay, now are you <laughs> driving down the road right now? Yeah. Are you driving down? I, wait, okay, hold so, on. I'll, hold no, on. Just, hey, let me roll the window down and I'll stick right. Stick <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Or put it on cruise control and run alongside the truck. Right, right. If you have trouble seeing it because it's spinning so fast, just like blink yeah. really fast, <laughs> and maybe you'll get a. <laughs> Image of it. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Um, a, if the cupping is on the inside on one front tire and the outside on the other front tire, that tells us one thing. Mm-hmm. If the cupping is on the outside of both front tires, that tells us something different. Okay. And then okay. when you get a chance and the truck is stopped, Slide your hand across the tread toward the frame and pull your hand back out and see if it feels sharp going one way and smooth going the other way. That tells us other stuff, okay? Right. I did that. It's, it's, there's none of that. That's just smooth both ways. Smooth both ways. Okay. That's, that's important. That's that important is important. Does, yes. it, does it have a vibration? Oh, it'll have no a vibration. No vibration. And the alignment is fine. I can let go of the steering wheel going 60 miles an hour, and it keeps going straight. Far out. How many how many miles do these tires have on them? Uh ballpark. Yeah. Uh, I'd say hundred and close to two hundred. I'm not quite sure because I transferred them from another truck and oh, I oh. don't remember. Okay. But it have a, right. at, at least at least one thirty. Well one, how long on this truck? You have a hundred uh, on, while on this truck. Yes. Okay, and then some miles they, on the they, other, they, and some okay. on the other, and they used to be uh, on an older truck which did not have an air ride front axle. This one does. Yeah. That's uh, okay. That's, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. But you don't have a vibration. He says no vibration. Tires feel smooth, no feathered wear. Truck drives straight. Mm-hmm. Cupping. Now we need to determine if the cupping is both on the inside or both on the outside, yeah, and that'll help. And it's us not all the way around the tire. Thing. Okay. So, unless you're going to stop in the next forty-five minutes where you could give us the information, then what you should do after you stop and look at it is you should call us at the office so we can discuss it and give you some idea what's really wrong. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. And my, my, I'll do that. Yeah. My my suspicion is that at 700-some thousand miles, you're probably going to end up having to look at those bearings. Bearings are kingpins, both of the yeah. but But again, let's let's look at where the cupping is before we get excited about that. Right. Okay? Okay, I will do that. And uh, the problem with this axle is I'm being told that if it's the kingpins, the whole axle needs to be replaced. No, 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 no. Well, no, no, that's no, what no, I was no. told. I know, but 90% of the time when we do a kingpin job, we buy new kingpins and bushings, and because most kingpins on most axles, you undo the draw key, you can take the kingpin out and replace it. Everybody replaces the kingpins. But 99% of the time, they never needed kingpins. They just needed the bushings. Right. So that air ride axle was designed with the kingpin welded to the axle, 
and you simply replace the bushings and keep using the same kinkins because normally they're not bad anyway. Okay? Okay. So don't, don't get excited about having to replace the axle. But, but people do that just to make themselves some more work. Once you take the, the spindle apart and you get the kingpin exposed, you can run a dial indicator around it or a, or a micrometer around it and determine if the kingpin itself is bad. Okay. Right. Okay. Oh, the Volvo deal will be disappointed because they just wanted to <laughs> sell me a new axle. Well, okay. I'm trying Great. to, um, yeah, and, and I can see why they have to do that because they have a boat payment they have to make on that thing out on the water. Right. I will stop and call you at the office uh, sometime later today. And uh, That's fine. Good luck, with your, good luck with your surgery. And just keep in mind, tell the doctor, whatever pins, they put in your finger. Just make sure to tell them they have to be chrome. Otherwise, Definitely it's not going to work. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> chrome. Perfect. Thank you, buddy. All, All right. right. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. <laughs> that was cool. Yes. <laughs> chrome Didn't pins. even think of the... Well, I'm sure they're chrome. Why wouldn't they Why wouldn't they use chrome? They're titanium. They're the, but it's got to be chrome titanium. Or stainless steel. Right. <clears throat> well, either way, chrome it. And then in. put it in. Yes. But don't I don't put see. that plain stuff. No, I don't want any plain stuff. In my pinky. No, no, no. Your okay. pinky. All right. Well, that's that's good. Okay. Yep. Um, have you had any interesting tech calls recently? Oh, uh, let's see. What were the interesting tech calls that I have had? You know, the... Yeah, I, I think we already discussed this last week, but the thing that has been most interesting that I thought is twice uh, we have found vehicles with bent drive axles. Yeah. Um, with, with different, with different uh, symptoms. Yes. One is a, a practically brand new Mac. 30,000 miles on a brand new Mac, mm-hmm. tandem drive axle truck, mm-hmm. and it's had a shutter. Oh, it's just shutter. a terrible shutter. Ever since it was brand new. And it's worse when you're loaded. It's not as bad when you're empty. And we've gone through all kinds of stuff, checking things that could cause this. And then Kevin me said, why don't you measure the toe in those drive axles? Just real quick. And both of them are towed out a half an inch. Which means that when you're empty, they're chattering down the road, but there's not enough weight to hold them down to make the chatter really bad. As soon as you put weight on it, those tires, they're not rolling. They're chattering down the road. They got a really good grip. They got uh, all that weight on that yeah. footprint. So then the question what? is, how much tow is acceptable in a drive axle? Right. They, don't, they can't build them all perfect. No. Well, normally we find that anything up to a quarter inch of tow in or tow out doesn't cause us a big issue. Right. You get up over that. These guys are a half inch. Now, the thing that interested me was that these are not Meritor drive axle housings or Dana drive axle housings because you can order those underneath a Mack truck. These are Mack drive axle housings right. with the vertical uh, input from the top. The drive shaft comes over the top of the axles, right. which means on a normal truck, with a Dana or a Meritor axle, the drive shaft comes into the front of the front diff and then comes out the back of the front diff and goes to the rear diff, which means the housing itself is different on the front drive axle than the rear drive axle. Right. It's built differently. But on the Max, because they come in from the top, they're the same drive axle housing. 
I guess that's why they did that. And both of them are built wrong. Right. Okay. So the question I've got is how many other Mack trucks are driving around with this problem? Well, they, they say, what? It's got the Mack shutter. Yeah, it's got the Mack shutter. Well, they're happy to show out. Let's fix it. Now, years ago, I was up in Michigan at an international dealership because working with a tire guy because they had some excessive tire wear and vibration problems. And it turned out this one particular fleet had 10 international trucks Mm -hmm. with Dana drive axle housings. Right. And the front Front. drive axle housings were all towed out between a half and three quarters of an inch. Right. The rear drive axle housings were fine, which, okay, they came off of a different manufacturing line so that the problem came out on one axle, not the other. You can find these things occasionally. They're not real common. No. But you can find them if you don't check what the toe is once in a while. Now, I kind of wonder if we're kind of talking over people's heads here. Toed out drive axles. Yes. What, what, um, first, what, what's a good drive axle? Well, ideally, the toe should be zero. Right. In other words, the measurement across the front of the tires and the measurement across the back of the tires should be exactly the same. That's sure. the idea. Ideally. And how often do we find that? Um, often. I, th- I feel like most of the time when I check calibration on an axle, I'm actually getting it to zero. If it's not zero, it's within a sixteenth. Yes. A sixteenth to an eighth is very, very common. Right. Now, the that's, older a truck gets, yeah. as you put drive into a tire, the tire tries to move first. Then it drags the axle. The axle drags the suspension. The suspension drags the truck forward. Right. But the normal truck is only driving with one wheel position at a time. So either the right front wheel or the left front wheel is pulling it. So mm-hmm. you don't have torque all the way across the axle. Right. When you step on the brakes, both tires are gripping the road at the same time. Mm-hmm. The tire tries to stop. The axle tries to stop. And the weight of the suspension and everything pulls forward. And over time, drive axles and trailer axles tend to develop toe out. A little bit. Yeah. So they'll go from zero brand new to an eighth to a quarter inch of toe out. And that's not terribly uncommon on a truck that's got a million miles on it. Right. But these trucks were brand new and starting out a half inch toed out or three right. quarters of an inch toed out. So they're bad to begin with. Right. Okay. All right. Looks like we have another caller. We do. We have another caller. Um, I can't really say much about it other than it looks like his name is Les Truck. All right. Hello, Les. Are you there? Can we hear you? Oh, it dropped out. Oh, never mind. Well, I don't know who that was, but they're gone. All right. Um, yeah, no, no sense worrying about it. Not going to worry about it. I quit worrying about things after I hit my face on the concrete on Tuesday. <laughs> All right. So, so anyway, the, the drive axle housing thing is, is kind of interesting because it's not something we normally run into. But here we have two of them within the last month. Right. So, right. One and one of them accident. was an accident. Oh, one was an accident? Right. One of them was a, a road tractor, had been in an accident. And they were getting drive tire wear. Uh-huh. So it wasn't a vibration. It was drive tire wear after that accident. Well, one side of that axle had been tweaked out. Uh, the same side that they that had been hit at the front end. So the, the rear axle was fine. Front axle was terribly towed out. Had as, to be shimmed heavily. To, as a rule of thumb, if you hit 
the wheels on an axle mm-hmm. hard enough to damage the wheel. Right. You put enough energy in to bend the axle. Right. If you just hit it and you damage the tire, but the rim's still straight, uh, you didn't do it. Right. Okay. And we find vehicles with bent axles frequently after they've been in wrecks. Yes. Okay. And and people don't realize, oh yeah, the rim folded, but we just need to put a new rim on that. Well, you bent the axle when you did that. Right. And uh, now how often going through an alignment do we or other systems ever check? A hunter system and many of the computerized systems automatically measure toe and drive axles because that's the way the heads are set up. Okay. Now, most people don't pay attention to it, right? but the measurement is there. It is okay. there. It's successful. Now, in my years of doing this, most of the time, and I'm going to say 99.9% of the time on a routine alignment, mm-hmm. the toe and the drive axles or the toe and the trailer axles is not an issue. Not an issue. But if there's, a, if there's an indication there's an issue, that's one of the things you should be checking. Right. Okay? Now, for example, there was a Mac that were back to Macs. Mac dealership I was doing some work for. And they had a truck that got rebuilt in a wreck. And they said, Mike, we've got a problem with that truck. It doesn't have any horsepower and it won't roll. Can you help us check the alignment? So I went over and started checking the alignment. And there was toe-out feathering on the drive tires. Feathering on drive tires. Yes. Toe-out feathering. They do the pushing. They don't get pushed. But they're experiencing feathering. They were three-quarters of an inch toed out. Three quarters towed out. That's it was, bad. It was so much drag that the truck wouldn't roll it. As soon as you let off the throttle, it just slowed right down. Okay? <laughs> they replaced the housing. Problem gone. Problem went away. Okay? So, you never know what you're going to find until you look. <laughs> yeah. We got another caller? We do. We have another caller. Uh, and he's calling about a vibration. That's going to be... We'll refer him to Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Put him on the air and we'll We're already him. saying it's going to be Bruce. All right. Hello. Wait. This, this Pittsburgh Power? This, this is, is Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Power. Power. Yes. We can talk to you all about it. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate you taking my call. I've, I've got a 2013 Freightliner, and it's got kind of an odd thing that just started. I've got a vibration about uh, at 45, yeah. and it's under a load that's about a couple miles an hour before and after 45 miles per hour. And does it come in through your seat and feet? Um, yes, but it shakes the whole cab. Well, it'll shake the whole cab, but you you don't necessarily feel it in the steering wheel, but you do feel it coming up through the seat and the feet, right? Yes. yes. Okay, cool. That's so true. it's a driveline vibration, all right? <laughs> and only right up 45. Tires on the drive axles recently. I missed that. Say that again. Have you changed tires on the drive axle recently? Um, it's it's been about twenty thousand miles. Okay, is, tires that, on it. is that about the same amount of time that this vibration started occurring? Uh no, it was fine. It happened okay. probably about ten thousand miles ago. Okay. okay. Now, when you change tires on the rear, did you change all eight, or did you change four, or did you change two? How many did you change? Eight. All, 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 all,
I had them all spun balanced, and I got centromatics on them. Okay, well, balance nice. problems in a truck-sized drive tire normally won't manifest until you get over 60 miles an hour. Then the tire's spinning fast enough for balance to start showing up, okay? Right. The speed right. range you're in there is perfect for having a pinning angle wrong, either right. because the ride height is wrong or because the U-bolts have loosened up and the axle is shifted on the saddle or something like that. Right, or there's a problem with the universal joint or there's a... Yeah, universal joint could be, but... 45 is really a magic number for driveline pinion angle. So, yeah. Now, okay, well, I, I've got an appointment uh, Monday, and I thought I'd talk to the experts so I could point those guys in the right direction. Well, that'd be where I'd start. I'd start measuring the ride height, make sure it's right. I'd measure the pinion angles on the rear diff to make sure that they're correct. And that's fairly simple to do. Okay? And, and if and okay. if that doesn't show it, then you start going deeper into things. But that's where I would start. Perfect. All right. Well, that's what I wanted. All righty, buddy. Will you drive safe out there? Yeah, I will. Thank you. And don't do any base jumping. No. no. <laughs> I like something. <laughs> just, uh, just chrome it, right? Uh, yeah, chrome right. it. Right. <laughs> oh, I already dropped him. Okay. okay. All right. Very good. Okay. All right. So, and see, see what happens is the front differential, yes. if it's a Meritor, Detroit, or Packard, or Dana, the way those housings are built. But not Mac. Not Mac. They have, their drive shaft goes over the top, so mm-hmm. it changes everything. Their, their angles should be relatively zero. But the other ones, the front diff should be pitched from level up three degrees. Three degrees. And the rear diff should be pitched up 13 degrees. 13 degrees. So that puts all the drive shafts at the right angles so that everything is, is in compliance. <clears throat> now, that depends on a couple of things. One, your airbags need to be the correct height, mm-hmm. which pushes down on the back of the diff, which lifts up on the front of the diff. And if the airbags aren't at the correct height, then your pinion angles are wrong. And right. you can develop vibrations in that. The second thing that could happen is that if the U-bolts get loose enough, the axle can shift on the leash spring, and you can have a pinion angle wrong on one of those axles because the U-bolts got really Just loose. Just because of the U-bolts. Yeah. And that's, oh, what, what did he say the truck was? Old. <laughs> Old. <laughs> that's the way he put it. Yeah. It, okay. He gave me gear, but I don't remember it. But I was just thinking, is it worse on an underslung suspension? Uh, no. No, no. This could be a Volvo or anything else. You can have the same basic problem. Okay. Now, I'll, I'll admit that the underslung suspension, like on a Freightliner, has more U-bolt loose problems. Right. But no, I've seen true. the same thing on a Volvo where it goes over the top because the U-bolts get loose and it starts shifting around. If the U-bolt is loose, that's really the issue. That that could be where it is. And, and then the U-bolt gets loose enough, then the saddle and the block that sets the pinion angle, it gets damaged. And I've seen, we had Peterbilt's where they got loose, they slid enough that they actually wore through the housing. We had we had leaking fluid. Uh, so, well, there's a good sign. All kinds of things can happen, <laughs> all right? We got another caller. So we do have a caller, a caller that has skipped the auto screen and terminated. I don't care. So, I don't know. I don't care. Let's talk to him. I don't, yeah. If somebody we don't like will hang up on him. All right. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. There's a ter- is one thing says the same number is terminated. I don't know if we're actually going to talk to anybody. Push here, the but button. We'll try it. 
Hello. Hello, whoever is there. You talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to, talking to you. Well, how about that? I mean, I just dialed in and the young lady's voice said to sit and wait. So you didn't let me wait too long. So I'm going to hang oh, up oh. and call back again. Well, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So, um, tire wear on my trailer. Yeah. I have a Kentucky moving van. Yeah. And okay. the rear axle, driver's side, um, I'm sorry, passenger side, the outside tire, the tire has four grooves left to right. Mm -hmm. Yep. The first groove, closest to the first groove, and between the third and fourth groove, the tire's wearing more in those areas than the rest of the tire. Okay. All well, the way instead around. Of talking about, instead of talking about grooves, let's talk about the ribs. Ribs, that's what the they ribs, would be. Right? The okay. ribs, so yeah, have, sorry. You have five ribs or four ribs on the tire? Four. Four ribs. So you've got one outside rib, we'll call it rib number one, furthest away from the trailer, then rib two, then rib three, and then rib four is closest to the to the bottom of the trailer, right? To the bottom of the trailer? Well, to, inside. To, to the frame of the trailer. Inboard. Okay, yes. Okay, so rib one's the outside, rib four is the inside, two and three are in the middle. So which rib numbers are you saying you're getting wear on? One and four. One, one on the outside. Okay. Yep. yep, the one, the one on the closest to the curb. Yeah, one closest to the frame. No, closest to the, no, close, yeah, yeah, the one closest to the frame and one closest to the curb. Okay, yeah. now, and this is a dual wheel application, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Are those two tires the same brand tires, or are they recaps? Uh, they were new. Um, you know what? I'm going to have to go outside right now and go look, but I'm pretty sure I got them both the same. I'm pretty sure I put them both on the same time. Okay. And I figured and you were going to ask me that question. I should have looked earlier, shouldn't I? Yeah, you should have. See, you're not prepared. <laughs> what's, what's the matter with you? I wasn't a Boy Scout full-time because I kept playing with the Girl Scouts. Yes, that's. I had the same problem. <laughs> I got kicked out. Um, yeah, these are double coin tires. Okay. Okay. All right, that's fine. Um, now, have have yep. you checked to make sure that the inflation is the same on both of those tires? No, I did not. Need to do that because I suspect you're going to find one of them is underinflated compared to the other one. Right. Do you have like an okay. auto inflation system? No. Good. You don't want it. It's just. Yeah, don't get that. Yeah, it's just the okay. manual. You know, I, I do the old style, give them a kick. You know, yeah. they're never supposed to. But they, yeah. they they kick the same, they feel the same, but I'll have to put a gauge on them and check it. Yeah, the, One of them could be 20 pounds off of the other, and they'll still feel the same. You can't tell 20 pounds. Right. Yeah. Okay. But under load, this is what happens. Yeah. So I, that's the first thing I'd be checking is inflation. Okay? Right. right. The other, the other okay. thing would be a bad rim. And then last is, it, it was a bad tire. But a bad rim won't take both shoulders. It shouldn't. It should take it that outside. Yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm looking more either mismatched tires or wrong inflation. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Or I bad, that's or easy enough because I, I was concerned that it was uh, 
bearings or something like that on its way. Uh, now, bearings check the air pressure. Higher the inside edge. All right. Inside, inside. Okay. Okay. Very good. Right. Yeah, right, and buddy. I just want to tell you this too, though. It didn't sure. start happening until I took the chrome off it. You got to put the chrome back on. What's the matter with you people? Why would you ever do that? Well, it was 1090, right. and the people behind me were complaining that their lights uh, were flaring. That's their problem, yeah. not yours. <laughs> they should All right. Glad well, we figured right. that out. You bet you. Thank you. You guys are safe out there. All right. Bye-bye. Right. Always. Okay. We, we, we have got a, somebody named Shauna. Let's talk to Shauna. 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 I'm looking to get on here. Okay. Um, and she's with Scott, so this will be great. Hello, Shauna. Well, hello, boys. Hiya, hiya, hiya. We're wonderful. Uh, trucks are starting to roll in. I wanted to introduce you guys to Scott, who heads up Wheel Jam here. I'll let him get started. Hello, hey guys. Scott. How are you doing this morning? We're doing just fine. I understand you guys are going to have fun up there until the the, the rain shows up. Yeah, we're, well, no rain. <laughs> no rain, boy. <laughs> Okay, yeah. cool. Last year we were begging for rain. This year we're we're got a little more than what we need. But uh, oh, got a beautiful you. weather today. Thank you guys for having me on your show. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, we got beautiful weather today. Well, still there is a little bit of chance for showers for the uh, not uh-huh. Saturday and Sunday, but but uh-huh. uh, it is the season for that. So, well, tell us yeah, what's going on the show. What are you guys doing? Well. It's the Wheel Jam Truck Show. This is our this is our nineteenth year, Whoa. and we're part of the bigger show, which is Wheel Jam. Uh huh. Okay, and that's cars, bikes, trucks. Um, every once in a while, we have a few airplanes fly over too. They got wheels on them, so okay, they're part do. of Wheel Jam. Um, I don't think they're flying this year. Um, they're pretty busy spraying crops right now, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have a, a chili cook-off that'll go on Friday night, and then they do have the South Dakota Barbecue Championships here. I think it's part of the, the KC Barbecue um, uh, series that goes around the country. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're going to have a barbecue cook-off up there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Shauna, Shauna. I, I know. You're going to ship some of that down here to Des Moines, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll have to send. But the na- what I'm loving to see is all these polished trucks. I mean, yeah. these guys take a lot of pride. So that's cool. That's cool. Everybody does. So yeah, are you gonna have, it's you nice gonna have, to have some place to take them. Are you going to have drag races, or are you going to have obstacle courses, or what? Is what we do here, and we started this the very first year at Wheel Jam. We do uh, the loudest dynamic engine brake competition. Ah, and what that entails is we run it just about like a quarter mile. It's just about yeah. that long. We have a starting line. We run, we run one truck at a time. But at the end, at the finish line, instead of seeing how fast you go, at the end, they hit their jig brakes. And uh, we have a decibel reader and above <laughs> the truck. And whoever is the loudest wins. So loud so we, get two qual- we get two they get two qualifying rounds, and then and then uh, we bring back the top ten, and then we pay out awesome. more places. So we get nice awesome. big trophies for first and second place, and uh, they're pretty nice trophies. They're the ones that we designed ourselves. They're on a base, uh-huh. and then uh, 
their their chrome stocks. So now, do you care? Do you care how how short the stopping distance is, or is it just noise? It's just noise, and it's just not noise. how slow. It's, and it's not how slow you can go and hit your Jake break. It's how fast you can go. Okay, we want, <laughs> we want when them when them trucks hit that the, the Jake line. I mean, we're putting yeah. on a show for the people. Okay, sure. they hit that Jake line. We want them going. You know, some guys that get up above sixty mile an hour when they hit uh, that. Yeah. We are on a closed city street, so we're in total control yeah. of it. It's a nice wide street. Um, <laughs> now, now, Kevin, so it's, it's a lot of it is timing because you know, as drivers, we just turn on our Jake brake as we feel that we need it. Right. There's right. not a certain point in the road where you need to turn on your Jake brake. Well, right. this you do. So if you hit yeah. about, if you hit your Jake brake, if it starts. If I start sending out the decibels about five, ten feet before where the where the decibel reader is, you do pretty yeah. good. It'll be out of the right engine. Uh, yeah. If uh, you know an unmuffled engine, whatever. Um, but if if you miss it by ten feet or fifteen feet, yeah, then your decibels are past the decibel reader. Your sound is past the decibel reader, and you're not going to read as well. So a lot of it is timing. Well, now, right, Kevin, my son, used to be in the Navy, and it was on an aircraft carrier, and, right. and they had a crash barrier they had to put up in front of the planes in case they didn't. Do you have a crash barrier for these trucks if they come down there at 60 <laughs> miles an hour? <laughs> they, have, they have, like, half a mile to slow down. So. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they, they can go quite a ways. They don't, yeah, they no don't houses in front of them. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, so we get back to, you know, like the... But getting back to like the show trucks, like Sean said, we got a lot of beautiful trucks here. I mean, you know, it's like most truck shows in the United States. I mean, it's the best drivers in the United States go to these shows. Sure. Um, sure, right. You know, they're the best of the best. And the proud they take in these trucks and the work that they put into them. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. I mean, it's, it's yeah, just, I agree. just feel honored to have so you're going to give trophies the knowledge and the professionalism the... all set here in one place with, you know. Right. Right. So you're going to give trophies for the noisiest trucks in the yeah. break. You're going to give, you're going to give trophies yep. for the barbecue cook-off. You're going to judge the trucks based yes. on appearance. Now, are they going to be in different categories of trucks? Are they occupational or line hall or different? Or are they all in the same group? Nope. Uh, what we normally do on the judge part of the show is uh, in, you're broke up in the yearly classes. Okay? Ah, okay. Like, uh, and I don't have the list in front of me, but say... It doesn't matter. Um, you know, like, take, take for instance, like the A-Model Kenworth. You know, the year they quit yeah. making the A-Model, yeah. W900. It's, we have, mm-hmm. I think the one category kind of stops there. He goes back, you know, mm-hmm. 10 years, and then the next one mm-hmm. goes up. We kind of have what broke down to kind of where the trucks kind of changed a little bit. Sure. And to keep the classes so they're not getting too big. So you ain't got 30 trucks in one class, yearly class, and 10 in the other, you know. Yeah, so, so we so kind of have a group together like that. But then they are, there's two different, you know, you've got the bobtail division and the tractor-trailer division. Got and then it, we also know. have have a fleet division. Uh-huh. So that's three or more. They all have to be numbered the same DOT and MC number, of course. So they're part of the same fleet. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So then we do one for we give out one trophy for bobtail, and then uh, a trophy for tractor trailer class. And it's whatever you have the majority of is what side of the 
uh, fleet class you go into, say you have four tractor trailers and one bobtail, well, you're going to be in the tractor trailer right. fleet class. It's, you know, it's the simplest way that we could figure out the you know, sure. Okay, and then you so, got yeah. you got vendors there selling food, and you got vendors there selling other stuff, and and people trying to promote. Uh, the probably got the engine people showing their engines off, right? All the different. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. And there's and somebody, somebody, you definitely got, got a vendor doing alignments. They're doing mobile truck alignments up here this year. That's a new thing. Right. 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 So, so this is going to go on today, tomorrow. Uh, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday, right? Yeah, yep. And, okay. and they can register all weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Their registration will definitely be open till late Sunday if someone shows up or late Saturday. Excuse me. If someone shows yeah. up Saturday, Sunday morning, we'll do our best to get them in the judging. But yeah, it's kind of cutting it close. But we don't want to turn anybody no away. Just, you know. Yeah. Now this is at the so. state fairgrounds in Huron, South Dakota. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. And you can get there by going up Interstate 29 and making a left turn. Yeah. On the, yeah, you can make a left turn on I-90 and come up through Mitchell and take a left turn on Highway 14 at, uh, at uh, Brookings. That'll run you right up to the north side of the fairground. So it's pretty easy cool. to find. All right. Yeah. This sounds great. I, 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 it's a great weekend for it to happen. I'm glad something good is going on. All right. Well, I think we did a little bit. Of, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, okay, go ahead. I said S&B did a little bit different stuff this year, too. We actually have Pittsburgh Power Catalyst for sale at the booth, so people don't have to call and pay shipping. Um, nice. Same price as you get it from Pittsburgh Power. It's two twenty a gallon or one twenty a half gallon. And I've got plenty of stock here, so help these trucks run burn cleaner. And... Let's get them information on them than the new Dr. Preload stuff we're doing as well. But main focus is getting the trucks aligned when we're here. We're not doing trailers because that's a little more difficult, but we can get the trucks aligned while they're here. But you've got an expert up there that can look at their tires and give them an idea what's wrong, even if you haven't got time to fix it today. Exactly. He's been been rubbing tires all morning. (laughs) I think he liked rubbing those tires more than his girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) My wife complained about that for years. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you guys calling. I wish you have a great time up there, and let's hope the weather stays nice for the whole weekend. Yeah, I know they will. Sounds good. We'll try to get you some barbecue. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, I appreciate right. it. You bet. Bye bye. All right. So, anybody that's going by South Dakota, there is a place you if can stop. If you're in Kansas, headed to California, turn right, <laughs> turn right, and go on go up, up there to South and visit the truck show. It'll be a check lot of it out. Yeah. And you can also check out the Dr. Preload that we've yeah. been talking about. Yeah. You can get your catalyst. You can have your and alignment. You've got a loud Jake break. You can run down the line. Make <laughs> right, right. Why not try that? <laughs> and have somebody fill your tires. And while you're up there, look at the corn palace. There we go. Or is that in North Dakota? I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> All right. What else we got here? We got more calls. We got another one. Yep. Uh, let's talk to tire repair. I'm not sure what's going on, but he's got a tire repair issue. Okay. Hello so, there. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Howdy. What you got? Howdy. Uh, about a about a month ago, I put. Two brand new Michelin XZE on my trailer, two fifty five seventies, and then yesterday when I'm 
pumping fuel, I always do a walk around, and right there on the outside tire, on the very, right on the very edge, it's got a friggin' screw or a bolt right yeah, there. Screwed. Right on the edge. Can't That's a bad right. place for it. Yeah. Can't yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I, I, was, I was thinking, well, maybe I could take it off and send it to the vulcanizer guy, maybe. I don't know. So. Well, if it, if it didn't if, pierce the... If you go to a vulcanizer, if you take that off and send it to him, he should be able to be able to do a repair on it. But if you yeah. just take it into the tire shop and ask him to repair yeah, it, they, they cannot yeah, repair that. Yep. You are correct. Yeah, because it's a uh, $500 plus tire, and it's probably only got 10,000 miles on it. So I'd it's like to have it stick around for... I'd like to have it yeah. stick around for a little bit longer instead of be a yeah. souvenir to look at. So. Yeah, take it to a recapper and see if they can do something with it. Yeah. Okay. The tire shop I use, they do. If they uh, do recap, and then, recap. Yep. Yeah, then ask them to look at it, see what they can do. Okay? Okay, yeah. I'll give that a shot. Thanks. All righty, buddy. Have a good day. Okay, bye. You do. Right. Okay. All right. Now, this says he was from McKinney, Texas, but that accent. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was. He was from North Dakota. South America? No, North Dakota. North Dakota. That's a North Dakota accent. That was a North Dakota accent. I'm swearing. All right. <laughs> I'm going to believe you because <laughs> I'm not going to go to North Dakota to find out. <laughs> uh, it was Australia. <laughs> That's all right. Now, are those other calls there? Or those are those? terminated. We've already talked to them. So yeah, we're, we're good with all these people. Yep. Okay. So, Huron, yeah. South Dakota. Yep, that's one of the things. So it's uh, it's the beginning of what? What would you call that? Fair season? Yes, this is the beginning of fair season. Beginning of fair season. Wheel jam apparently is early in there. Uh, there's going to be more of those. I, I suppose maybe the Jake Break competition could catch on nationwide. That would be that would be fun to hear. Yeah, <laughs> anything's possible. Yeah. You're on South Dakota. You're looking it up. I'm looking it up. Yeah, straight west of Brookings. Right. How far from Brandon then? From Brandon? Right. Oh, let's see. Who's in Brandon? Well, that's oh, that's S- where S and B is. S and B. Oh yeah. B R A N Dunn, South Dakota. Um according to this it is uh hundred and twenty nine miles. It's just a hop, skip and a jump. It's a two hour drive. Yeah. No big deal. If that. You know, the way game drives probably an hour. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's only two inches on a map. What are you right. about? Okay. Well, how long are we supposed to keep this show going for? Um, as long as we want to. As long as we want to. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's been 45 minutes out of the typical hour. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anything? Uh, what's the future? <laughs> I know what your future My holds. Future is, yeah. <laughs> You've got a surgery and then... Uh, a, a short rehab. Yeah, a short rehab. They tell they me gotta, about six to seven weeks. They got to teach you how to use your pinky again. Yeah, right. <laughs> Physical therapy. Well, they said it will not be as good as it was new, and I said it wasn't that good new. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to talk him into that I was a concert pianist, <laughs> and I needed to have all my fingers working right, and they just looked at my hand and said, no. No, there's no. <laughs> Those are concert pianist hands. <laughs> So, and it's sort of embarrassing, just a little embarrassing to uh, be walking across the same parking lot we've been walking across for 15 years. Face down. Right. 
but apparently, uh, your the surgeon said that if it weren't for people tripping, he wouldn't be in business. He'd be out of business. Yes, that was so, a bone doctor. He, 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 that makes me feel better. We're keeping people in business by being clumsy. I said, "Well, will the insurance pay for it?" And he said, "Oh, yeah." You know, they, they're not going to be able to get out of this. <laughs> yeah, got to have says, I don't know what your deductibles are. <laughs> 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 and once you're on Medicare, there is no in-network or out-of-network. Well, that's just, good. It's just Medicare. Yeah. So. Well, it's, they got some. They got a good uh, set of people there. So. Yeah, this guy's got a good reputation. Yeah. We got another caller there? <sighs> yeah, yeah, we have another caller. He's uh, something about alignment. Okay, let's let's see what he's got. Something about alignment, uh, maybe in Ohio. Hello, how you doing, guys? We're doing all right. Yourself? Good. I uh, picked something up in a steer tire on my Michelin, which were yeah. smooth both sides because you guys aligned the truck. Uh, had to have it replaced, so I replaced them both. Yeah. And I told the guy I wanted the balance seats in it, okay, and okay. he about went through the roof. Oh, we don't do that. We this, we that. No, we put, I go, what do you use? And he goes, oh, we, we use a stickum and uh, a weight. Oh, and I go, nah, yeah, yeah, no, I don't want that. I want a balance beat in there. And he just went crazy. Oh, they're going to, yeah, they're, it's going to get moisture in there. They're not going to work. So I thought, listen, uh, uh, I'm paying for them. Let's put it in. So yeah. I put them in and I left. No problem. Yeah. So, Two days yesterday, I had to put a couple of drive tires on, super the mm-hmm. super singles, wide singles. I uh, wanted mm-hmm. the balance beat. No problem. The guy skinned them off, just jacked the truck up, skinned them off, put the new ones on. And he said he would do nothing but balance beat. Well, they yep. were an alignment right. shop also. Mm-hmm. And they pulled a truck in and put it on that hunter rack. Mm-hmm. And I started to say something. And then the guy just got this look on his face like I was a Martian. And I just decided I probably shouldn't talk to him anymore. It was the gentleman that was doing the alignment. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. But the, the kid that put my tires on, he put them on right. the back axle. And I have two on the front axle that are used, probably got 130,000 miles on them. He claimed mm-hmm. that I need more air in the back axle (laughs) than I do in the front axle. (laughs) So I didn't argue. I let him go. As soon as I left, I put them both back to the same and I'm underway. But is there any kind of truth to that whatsoever that I need more air? No. It would be fascinating to hear the reasoning he gave. Did he give a reason or he just said this is what you need? He, yeah, no. He goes, yeah, no, because because uh, you're going to carry more weight on this new tire, uh, so you're going to need more air. Oh, it's a new, like, the, the new tires carry more air because they're a larger circumference. That's I get that's an interesting reason. Uh, no, there is no justification for putting different air in one drive axle's tires versus the other drive axle's tires at all. Right. That's gone. Well, the, the funniest car. thing was is when I got the steer tires put on, he goes, what do you want these two? And I go, well, what's it say on the sidewall? He goes, 110. And I go, okay, I want them to 120. Oh, we can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, you were, we he can't was hoping you'd say something lower. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> so I stopped at another truck stop and asked them what their compressor goes to. And they said, oh, we, you know, we can adjust it. And I said, well, can you adjust it to 120? And he goes, for what? And I go, well, I want to put that in my steer tires. He goes, the only way we can do that is if we pull you in, take your tires off and put them in the cage. I see. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, guys. I'll see you later. Another day. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then the, he said, because if I put 120 in there, they're going to run up to about 150 in this kind of weather. And I go, do you know how much air you could put in there before you're going to have a problem? And he goes, well, you'll probably have a problem at 150. Oh, probably. Like, yeah. No. Terrible problem. Yeah. He'll just run yeah. straight. <laughs> Last forever. Can't have that. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. I, so I just, it, it's just amazing to me that anywhere you go, they've all got a different opinion. And, and, the and they all think they're right. Because they never read the manuals. They just got told by somebody and they assumed the guy told them straight. The oral history. Yep. Read the manuals. They would yep. understand. Yep. Well, that's what I try to tell the guy. And then when they get that look on their face, like yeah. you have three eyes and they don't know which one to look at, they, yep. Yep. You, you know, they, they're starting to get lost in what you're trying to tell them. And then I realize I can't tell this person anything or talk to them nope. about any of this. So I'll no, just we're back take to care the, of it myself when I leave. Yeah, we're back to the 80-20 rule. 80% of the good work's done by 20% of the people. Thank and you. I've given yep. up trying to educate the 80% right. Let them just go do whatever they want to do. I'll work with the 20% that really want to fix it. Right. That's there, right. That's there's exactly a cascade right. of issues that comes up when you try to work with the 80%. Yeah. When you work with the yeah. 20%, you can just keep on building and building and building and it keeps getting better. Yep. That's our program. Yep. Do I have, do I have a minute yet? Sure. You do. Oh, sure. You guys, you guys had called in the other week, the gentleman from that does your alignment up in Bellevue, Ohio. Yeah. Yep. And yep. him and him and his two boys. That's yep. the last one. Uh, Kevin did mine in out in Des Moines, the very first time I ever had it done. And very educational. Mm-hmm. And then I got bumped in the front and it peeled all my chrome goodies off and Uh-oh. took a little gouge out of my bull rack, my yep. my bumper guard there. Mm-hmm. So I got I ran some tires, I flipped it, the tire, so I could run it a little longer, and then I went mm-hmm. and got a line. Uh-huh. And then we put new tires on, I went and got a line. They did it. Now, I got bumped on the front axle, and they never touched the front axle. But the truck <laughs> runs down the road perfectly. It just seemed odd to me that I get hit on the front wheel and the back. But I have nothing but praise for their shop and your alignment techniques and I tell everybody, I'm a company driver. I take real good care of my truck. I'm what they call rolling ref, so I'm the only one in it. I was at uh-huh. the shop yesterday. They've got four trucks just like mine that they have different drivers in all the time. And mm-hmm. one was off, one was coming in on the wrecker from the repair shop. The other was going out. <laughs> and I've never had any downtime 320,000 miles. Well, so I just, trust Jerry. If Jerry checks it out and says it doesn't need to be fixed, I had to leave it alone. Right. Yep. That's what you have with Jerry. Yep. Now, are we, I are just, we thinking clear? Just keeping crazy is what I'm trying to do. Well, we appreciate that. We really do. Yep. Now, is that, well, I could Jerry, call you. I could call. Go ahead. 
I just want to make sure we're talking about the right Jerry. Jerry Woodland up in Bellevue. Jerry, there's Jerry Woodland up in, in that's Bellevue. Right. And it's Bell Pre. Bell Pre is Jerry. Is where Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed. Works. Two Jerry's in Bell. Nope. They're, they're basically yeah. on opposite sides of Ohio. They're both great, great the guys. One. Yep. But, uh, Yep, yeah. one on the one on twenty there that he moved yep, the shop. The yep, you had conversation with him the other day. Yep, he's a good. Yeah, guy. I could call he's you good. just privately and heap all the praise on you. I could, but I figure maybe if I heap praise <laughs> on you, maybe more people will try your your alignment. Well, we appreciate so, that. We right. really do appreciate. It. Very good, Great guys. Love the show. Thank you, right. guys. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Chrome forever. <laughs> yep. <Bye. laughs> all right. Okay. Very good. Well, I think we have pretty well done this. We've had a good show. We've got to talk to some nice people. Some great people. I'm starting to get hungry. Oh, yeah. So For I think barbecue. we're gonna... Yeah, barbecue. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm smelling barbecue from here on <laughs> South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, All right. everybody have yourselves a good week. We'll try and get back here next Thursday. Sure. And... Uh, I may be a short an arm if they have to amputate it because of this pinky finger. <laughs> Otherwise, we will see you next week. All right. Thank you. Yes, thank you, everybody.